Welcome to the Steel Men Podcast, where we take a 15-minute look at a news story and try to have an honest conversation about it. We're the Steel Men. My name is Will, and with me is Jay. Say hi, Jay. Hey, Will. How's it going, buddy? Hey, Jay. Did you know that the Boston Tea Party was a Russian influence operation aimed at initiating a political movement which would leverage boomer memes to expose Obama as a Kenyan national 237 years later? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, Peter the, you know, Peter the Great. And now it's Putin the Great. Yeah. Right. Today, we're going to talk about influencing elections with information. So recently, a Florida man named Douglas Mackey, a.k.a. Ricky Vaughn on Twitter, was charged with an election interference uh, crime in the 2016 election. Uh, have you heard about this? Yes, I have. And it's a there's something funny about tricking stupid people into doing stupid things. We're going to talk about the difference between different types of manipulation. But we'll point out here what he did uh, that the DOJ apparently has proof of. Like, if you're going to agree that we should crack down on people who spread misinformation or are trying to interfere with the election, they've got as, about as much proof that that's what this guy was trying to do. He spread tons of memes that were just made up. But the specific thing he tweeted out, he said, uh, all you got to do is tweet out hashtag something, and that will count as your official vote. Like if, when I did see the meme, it looks like it could be official if you were a blithering idiot. And I, we, we've talked about this before uh, very recently that we both agree people generally are fucking dumb because you could make that argument. This guy was doing a service to us because real idiots who were going to vote for one person or another maybe didn't. So he cleansed, you know, in a way he's cleansing the voter pool of stupidity. But at the same time, of course, if I came to you, Will, and I was like, sorry, I have determined or some this commission has determined you're too dumb to vote. Would you just be like, ah, yeah, OK, I guess so. <laughs> I don't, like, get smarter and try again next time. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you're asking the wrong person. I, I throw my vote away all the time. So it's probably essentially the same. thing. Oh, OK, OK. So yeah, I thought that was an interesting story, and it made me go down a path to see what else was behind it. I wanted to learn more about what led up to his arrest. And so as I explored the story, I realized he was connected to the infamous Russian troll farm reporting that we heard during the Trump administration. According to a Russian news outlet, RBC, a Russian troll farm in St. Petersburg spent $5,000 a month for two years promoting media through 53 accounts on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. The Huffington Post then cited RBC and wrote an article in November 2017 focusing on one of those accounts. The account was 10GOP. However, I, I do want to point out that 10GOP was just one of 53 accounts ran by this one troll farm, and not all of them were actually pro-Trump. Others included Facebook accounts called Don't Shoot, Brown Power, United Muslims of America, and LGBT United. While on Instagram, they were promoting accounts called Feminism Tag, Sincerely Black, Afro Kingdom and Rainbow Nation US. All told, 10GOP, the Twitter account, appeared to be only the 13th most active account of that uh, troll farm. Why does this matter? Because the Huffington Post and the media, for the longest time, really pushed the narrative that this one troll farm was trying to influence the election in Trump's favor. And what I think is a better explanation is what the Washington Post uh, provides. The Washington Post writes, what the Russian effort focused on was taking advantage of the existing rift in American politics and using exaggerated, 
or divisive news to try to make that rift wider. If this was the Russians' plans to kind of like use exaggerated and divisive news to create a rift, is it something to even really be afraid about? Like, is it is it worth all of our focus and attention? I'm going to say, I'm going to go ahead and argue yes. But I'm going to say, uh, I want to point out first, their framing of the issue was a manipulation of information that's quite similar to what Ricky Vaughn, this uh, Mackey, Douglas Mackey guy, was doing. He was using information out there, twisting and manipulating it in his own way, and maybe really the only difference is that he was stupid enough to put in writing exactly why he was doing it and what he was trying to do. And I can laugh at it as much as the next person, but it does represent an attempt. Like, are we going to sit back until it becomes a big deal? Are we just going to wait around until they get really good at it? You're, you're still man here for the Department of Justice cracking down on this guy, even if what he did was menial and very similar to many other forms of manipulation. It's so explicit. Why would we want to just let people purposely lie to defraud people into voting uh, in an invalid way? Right. So there's a part of me that's like, oh, my gosh, this kid just ended up part of this Russian troll farm. Right. He was manipulated. He was being manipulated by the Russian troll farm. He happened to be a Trump supporter. That's why the HuffPost caught on to it, because they're obviously anti-Trump. But at the same time, fuck this dude. Like he, he was he was trying to rip people off. He was trying to trick people into voting inappropriately. And if somebody tried to do that to me. Fuck them. Yeah, well, when I look at the this Russian strategy to, I guess, broaden, widen the rift, I just don't think it does deserve so much of our attention and fear. You know, some of these quotes I'm going to give you, let me just read them. So the first one, I think this was retweeted by Trump Jr. The quote, the, the tweet was, this vet passed away last month before he could vote for Trump. Here he is in his MAGA hat. Hashtag voted. Hashtag election. Another one was, Donald Trump can put America back to work, back to church, back to school. Eveletta King, hashtag MLK Day. Like these, Does this count as Russian interference? Yeah, like I don't if, know. If these came from like Russian sources, and they just happen to be grabbed onto and retweeted by prominent people, yeah, how, how much are we blaming the Russians versus these people for just trusting bullshit? I mean, to me, I want to know what part of these tweets are exaggerated. What is that? What divide does that create? What, yeah. what area in partisanship does that affect anything? It is weird that they would latch onto this stuff. It seems like you could find much better stuff, you know, to say that's divisive. So, yeah. I mean, I take your point with these tweets specifically, but one could imagine somebody spreading disinformation is just trivial and is just part of. Uh, what we accept about allowing the free flow of information in the per first place. People are going to be biased. They can't help it. They're going to end up retweeting things that they don't check. And I think, but you can obviously argue that, I don't know, somebody like the Huffington Post, some of your more extreme left or right wing media organizations, do some of them know that they're letting bad information out there because they think it'll help their political candidate? And is that wrong? Is that akin to election interference? I mean, I would say they are. I mean, the Huffington Post is definitely 
doing the divisive and exaggerated part when they only focus on the one of 53 accounts that that troll farm was was running that troll farm was was making memes that were both you know pro trump pro cop but at the same time they were also making memes on other accounts that were definitely pro antifa pro so, so uh, maybe maybe what you're what you might be saying here is as long as you spread disinformation equally <laughs> no i mean it washes out it, it doesn't really it's it's the narrative that that I'm having a problem with here. Like in the news, we hear from CNN, from from Newsweek, from Huffington Post that the whole Russian influence operation was about electing Trump. But it was a much more complicated story than that. But I also have the question: like, how effective is that strategy? Because I don't particularly buy into the idea that if you're a person that's following an account on Facebook that's called Brown Power that that account will post memes that will make you even more partisan than you already are. I would imagine that you're already pretty partisan. And I would say the same thing for the other accounts that they're running that might have been, you know, pray for the police. If you're a person that's watching pray for the police, you probably have zero common ground with the opposing accounts that are out there. That was run by the same troll farm. Sure. So I, I don't think even if it's all true, that that was their goal, the Russians, to to use exaggerated news to create a, a greater rift. I don't think they did much to that rift. Had the troll farm not existed, I still think those same people would have been just as partisan. And that same type of activity and information would have just been pushed by domestic groups. Which I guess leads us to the next part of the question, which is, so what is it that makes these like makes this activity when done domestically, politics as usual, but when done by a foreign entity, a grave national threat? Well, that is a great question, my friend. Um, a thought. If um, two brothers get into a fight and beat each other up, a parent might stop the fight, but you let it happen. Their brother's working shit out. But if some crazy stranger comes in and starts beating up one of the brothers... Are you just okay with that? No, that's an outside... That That's outside the tribe. That's outside the family. That's like a far remove. You don't let strangers beat up your brother. Well, but the, you can beat up the, your brother, right? Wouldn't the uh, analogy be the stranger would come along and like urge your other brother to beat you up? Because that's, that's kind <laughs> of essentially what the disinformation is doing. They're not beating yeah. you up. They're just saying, hey, your brother sucks. Well, just like you think he sucks. So go ahead and beat him up. Yeah, yeah. Well, then, but see, but that's uh, like the human nature, our, our sort of tribal core does draw a line between when people who are working together in some way or part of the same family or friends network, when they fight and try to manipulate each other, you got to at least stop the outsider and you work shit out internally on your own. But you got to stop the outsider. You can't let him dictate what you're fighting over. Right. So what you're saying is that... Basically, sure, we sure should that, stop sure. the Russians if we can. But there's there's something there's a really interesting discussion, though, about what sort of blame all media, all people on social media, the government itself, uh, politicians who use media. Like, how hard should we be on people who fucking lie? And, and does intent matter, too? That's the other question I would want to know. Are you just... A, a biased fucker or are you intentionally explicitly lying to trick people into voting? I mean, with the voting thing, 
it's different than trying to change someone's opinion. You know what? So I think if that's the the reasoning, then I would say that it's worse when you do it domestically because it came, it comes it comes across to me that when the Russians do it, they're doing it in every direction. They're just creating chaos, or at least they think they're creating chaos. What I would say they're doing is they're just feeding what's already there. There's a division. There's going to be a division. That division is going to be wide, and they're just affirming it <laughs> like that's mm-hmm. that's their role in it yeah and using our own citizens to do it uh, like i guess that's a good strategy though if you're trying to hide it you don't do it directly you do that you do convince the brother to do it for you mm-hmm. i will say i can't uh there's no way i would just put a blanket like we just need to let it happen um, if if I'm in charge, the Department of Justice is looking for this sort of thing and keeping, uh, at the very least, keeping an eye on it. And uh, I just, I'm not going to be sad for Ricky Vaughn specifically or Douglas Mackey if he serves time for what he did. Um, but yeah, I get the, the steel man, though, in doing that, you are setting a precedent on what exactly it takes to be convicted of election interference. And uh, the distance between what he did and what the Huffington Post or anybody on social media or that's a journalist does is not as far away as we might imagine it. Yeah, I guess I can't. I don't I just can't get behind the idea of sending somebody to jail for years over a meme, essentially. What about forcing him to apologize to his (laughs) brother? Like, you know, you make brothers apologize to each other. I'm sure there's some sort of like punishment that's not throwing him in jail that could be done. But at the end of the day, it's the person who just text messaged a a code to a phone number and thought that was their vote. They have some responsibility for being (laughs) a non-educated voter. And I feel like that type of person disenfranchises themselves. Like if it weren't for Ricky Vaughn, they would have done something else that would have disenfranchised them. Or at the very least, they would have believed a true liar, another politician that would have had them vote in a way that's, I guess, contrary to what they would have done had they been educated. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, I told. I mean, I completely agree that there's. If we're going to slap people's hands for manipulating stupid people, then we need to slap the stupid people's hands too, and be like, dude, look. Even if we want the government to protect you from people manipulating your ass, they're not going to be able to. You gotta, you gotta be better. Like, read a book. So I think that was pretty good. Do you have anything else? Um. Yeah. So I mean, this little issue of. Well, we're out of time. 